Well, the Sharks are like Eiffel 65. They're feeling blue. Dabu dee, dabu die. They lose this one. We'll talk about this. The road trip. Their power play woes. Or are they? Right now, this is Teal Town After Dark. Good evening, everyone. It is Thursday night, November 18th, 2021. The San Jose Sharks are on the downside of a 4-1 result to the St. Louis Blues. And we welcome you to this edition of Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive Sharks post game. We do this after every single game. So if you want to be part of the show, here is how you're going to do it. Chat with us and fellow Sharks fans on the page or the app. Follow us on the social Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, Reddit, and of course our Discord after the show, and find everything at tealtownusa.com. And with that, we say good evening to you. I am Eric Kerr alongside Mr. Al Martinet. Uh, hello, everyone. I'll, this is going to be therapy after dark at this point. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, plenty to talk about, but it's not all good. Yeah, that was not good like icing on the power play i mean and we'll we'll get to some of this we'll get to some of that in here you know how the fd don't get at least one power play refs man i mean we'll get into that that's uh yeah <laughs> that's a that's gonna be a sore subject i think for a, a lot of us uh on this night but uh at the same time though al i mean this team looked tired and looked like it was ready to go home I mean, that and also um, St. Louis lost to potentially the one of the worst teams in the last couple of years, the Phoenix Coyotes or Arizona Coyotes, excuse me, Desert Dogs. Oh, uh, take the drink. There we go. Yeah. Come on. But no, like this is the St. Louis coming <laughs> off of a really bad performance against the Coyotes. And from the opening draw, they had something to prove tonight. And, you know, like, I think even, like, James Reimer kind of knew that the Sharks were not off to a good start in that first period. Just the way he was slowing the puck down every chance he could. Yeah, they, they looked tired. They looked, looked a little lack of focus, lackluster. That, that fire that was kind of lit before uh, the game against Minnesota uh, just didn't seem like it was there all the way. Uh, in this one tonight. Yeah, I mean, this is the fifth game in their final road trip. Um, so, and obviously, they're, they're now two for three. And it's been... Or, yeah, two for three. Um, they won against Calgary, but even that game, like, Hill had to make 40-plus saves, and most of them were... He got helped out from a couple of posts. Um, but even, like, going down the list, you're, like, you're looking at the results. It's like... Um, against Winnipeg, it's four-one loss. Against Colorado, six-two loss. Of course, Minnesota is the big bright spot, and that's probably one of their better games they've played tonight. But um, the Sharks tend to play pretty well against Minnesota. It's just one of those things. Um, right. So, if you're looking at this road trip, you're two and three. But um, you know, I don't, I don't want to say like the 
Anaheim Ducks are running away from with the Pacific, but you kind of need to keep pace. <laughs> yeah, the Ducks with eight wins in a row. I mean, it, it's unreal uh, to see what they've done, and they've definitely have turned the tide quicker than I think a lot of people expected. Uh, you know, they they were prognosticated to kind of battle Seattle. Uh, wow, that rhymed uh, for the for. <laughs> for like last for some people in it and it just did not is going that way uh so uh getting some comments from the locker room already bob bugner saying the the blues were desperate and came out hard we had good looks early and didn't capitalize we couldn't get a power play call we got worn down on the kill and couldn't catch up um i mean i didn't think they earned any power play calls like even the penalty kills or the penalties that they took were all like, yeah, that's tripping, that's that's slashing, that's hooking. Like, again, you have to put yourself in the situation, the position to get power plays, and they never really did this tonight. Yeah, uh, and we're getting a lot of them in there. Once you're chasing the game, you can't get up. Some of our D tried to make high danger plays. Second period was bad. Yeah, I mean, let's let's just get right into it here early on. Uh, three seconds in, uh, you know, Middleton and Bertuzzo drop the gloves. I mean, kind of a mini battle. Bertuzzo kind of goes down after Middleton, you know, gets a gets a little shot in. I didn't think it was a, a KO. No, I mean, like, again, they just came off of losing to uh, the Desert Dogs. And, um, yeah, I'm, like, I'm only going to do it once. You're, you're going to get me super hydrated after this one, but go ahead. But, like. It was more of a, just a tone setter, like wake up the guys, get them going. Um, yeah, it's a weird five o'clock start, so that might have been something to it. But like we're still talking about the central here. So yeah, um, that but that's, that's what six in St. Louis. So well, seven St. Louis. Yeah, seven St. Louis. So, you know, they came to play from from the very beginning. Yeah. And uh they, they were really out there. They were down, you know, I think they were, lost four in a row. And, of course, like you mentioned, to the Coyotes, uh, you know, it's going to be uh, – you expected them to, to take on people, but you also expected them to come out with some gusto uh, at the end there. Uh, but early on, as we said, there's the fight. Then it looks like Logan Couture gets a goal uh, to make it one nothing Sharks, but St. Louis challenges it, and it's an offside call, so – uh, unfortunately, uh, yeah, and this one wasn't really close either. I mean, like, obviously you kind of could kind of tell from like even watching in real time, but, um, man, like it really was, um, I don't know who was offsides. I think that was, um, 39, I think it was. Oh, that'll be Logan Couture. Just so, no, nah, I'm like 30, whatever. It, he was still off by quite a bit. Yeah. It was a quick review. Uh, th- that's where that's this whole offsides call. Um, uh, so it, it was a tough one, but unfortunately, uh, it, it kind of changed the, the tide of this game. So, uh, moving onward, you get, uh, LeBanc taking a penalty and, and that was a nasty penalty. Uh, you know, that, that slew foot and I don't care if he's on your team or not, that's, that's a dumb move and a dangerous move in my mind for a tripping call. Yeah, and it could have probably been even more. Um, maybe even like a two, maybe a five minute, and you just toss out the bank. But um, 
it was only a two minute, but this is one of the few times I didn't watch most of the Colorado game, but um, this was one of the few times that the penalty kill just looked kind of pathetic against how good the, the blues power play has been this season. And they've been either one or number two on power play. And the sharks have been pretty decent on, on the power play this year, but um, I'm not too sure if like, this is probably one of their worst outings. Yeah, no, it wasn't their best. And of course it get, ends up giving up a goal to fricking Brandon sod, Brandon sod. <laughs> Uh, he gets his fifth goal this season from, uh, uh, let me see here. I, I'm trying to get catch up here. O'Reilly and Perron. And so that makes it a one, nothing St. Louis on that one. And so, uh, it's a tough one all the round. And, uh, we have our, sp one of our special guests coming in. Kurt, are you with us there? Maybe, maybe not. Just keep going. Yeah, we'll just keep keep moving on. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, Kurt, when you're ready to go, just let me know, and we'll get you back in here. But uh, you know, after after 20 minutes, one nothing, and, and I thought it was uh, still not too bad, even though with shots, you know, at 16-13 now. Again, this is another slow first period. Um, <clears throat> kind of a trend on most of the season right now. And even like the bigger trend for me this year has been the Sharks Achilles heels. They just can't get the puck out of their own zone. Um, the first two goals were mostly just defensive turnovers that were just really careless. And they got to clean that up because against the St. Louis, against even teams like Vegas, like you're going to get bullied by them. Uh, with us joining us now, Kurt Price, our good friend from Let's Go Blues Radio. Kurt, how are you? Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, just talked about the first period of this game where, with uh, Saad getting the power play goal to make it one nothing. Uh, what, what were your thoughts on uh, on a strong first period? I thought for both teams actually. Kurt, can you hear me? <laughs> Kurt, raise your hand if you're in a hostage situation. Can you situation. hear me? <laughs> uh oh, this is it. <laughs> Kurt, if you can hear me, just let me know. Um, but we will keep going with the uh, second period here. Uh, a minute thirty-five in. Uh, Robert Thomas. Gets a nice pass by, from uh, Pavel. I don't know if you can hear me. I can hear you guys. I, I can hear you now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Kurt, how are you, bud? Maybe. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. Let me try and add him in again in a sec here. That's a bummer. Yeah. Oh, boy. Let's let me let me try you again. One sec here. <laughs> oh boy, I I might lose you for a second, Al. So let me get this here, um, and you just have me for a moment here, folks. Let's let's uh, try this again here as we get uh, both gangs back up there. Uh, Al, you're with me. Kurt, you're yep. with me. Huh. All right. We'll we'll keep uh, pressing on here, but. Uh, 
second period. <laughs> you have the names in the wrong place. Yeah, I know. It, it, this is what happens with Skype. Oh, you got to love it. Okay. Kurt, can you hear me now? Sorry. Yeah. I'm not All sure right. What happened there. Cool. We're glad to have you with us. Uh, thanks for joining us, bud. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, I've, all kinds of problems. I, I sent, I had sent you some DMS and I get, and then I'm, I was waiting to hear back from you and I'm like, huh, refresh my screen. My DMS were gone. I'm like, <laughs> what happened? I, they weren't sending. I don't know what happened. So like, yeah, sorry. My bad. I'm, I'm not sure what happened. All good. Thank you for joining us, bud. Um, what did you, th- uh, what did you think about that first period with the, uh, with the side goal and everything? I, uh, I thought the LeBanc penalty was very dangerous, but overall, uh, I thought fairly even for both teams, despite despite the blues having the edge with the goal. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the, the penalty, you never want to see that. I thought, I mean, especially with the, with the, the Subban stuff recently in the news too, is it, it, it with this slew foot trip from behind kind of thing. It's, you know, I don't care who it is. I, I heard you guys talking about it. It's not, not, a, not something you want to see at all for anybody. I've, I've seen blues players do it in the past too. It's just a cringy thing. So it's, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, not a, not a, I mean, shots were at 13, 16, pretty even in the mm-hmm. first. Um, uh, and, you know, and, you know, the way the Blues have been playing recently, uh, they're uh, losers of four straight. Um, and uh, two pretty good efforts since Carolina and Edmonton just losing late. And then a stinker against Arizona. And as a fan base, we're like, come on. You know, <laughs> I mean, we're better than this, right? I and mean, we hopefully. Um, and I was just waiting for the team to kind of like, you know, punish somebody <laughs> because they've been playing so poorly. And um, first period, I mean, was entertaining. Um, and then as the game went on, they, you know, kind of pulled away. And I was like, okay, so this is – and the Blues – I think the Blues kind of took some of the frustrations out tonight a little bit of their poor play recently. Yeah, when you lose to the uh, Coyotes and then have four in a row, uh, just a nightmare uh, all around. And then, of course, the Sharks come into town and – well, lovely. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it's. It, I mean, they were talking about uh, uh, after the uh, the infamous hand pass game. Oh, um, here we go. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, no. Uh, I, the, the Blues have uh, the Sharks have had a hard time with the Blues since that game. I mean, if you want to go back that far, yeah. You know, so it's yeah. uh, uh, more or less right. So I'm not sure what the record is, but I know that. Uh, um, I know the Sharks have had a hard time since then. Not, it hasn't been close. It, yeah, it's it hasn't been pretty. It's been it's been uglier than than Jordan Bennington uh, taking a, a swing and a miss at Eric Carlson. Oh uh, man! Uh, <laughs> uh, well, the yeah, the, the the whole you know fake punch made you made you um, flinch. Thing. Yeah. Of course, of course, of course, he flinched. You're gonna hit me in the face. <laughs> right. Who wouldn't flinch? Right. Right. Who would would you rather that? have the fake punch in the face, or would you rather have the uh, the stick swing uh, from uh, against Kadri that uh, you know? Which pick your poison with Bennington, right? Uh, yeah, uh, is there uh, is there something going on with him or something? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, um, uh, he's he's kind of hit or miss with his antics with Blues fans. Uh, I, I'm, you know, I I. I like entertainment and uh, um, he's not, I mean, you know, he didn't, he's not hurting anybody. He's kind of making a fool of himself at times with that stuff. But uh, I don't know. I mean, if he's trying to rally his team, um, you know, it, it, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I don't know. It's uh, and I can totally, I totally get 
why a lot of fans can't stand the guy because he's got that. I mean, if he's if he ain't on your team, he's an easy guy to dislike for stuff like that. Or, or just to get under his skin pretty quickly, it seems like. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not sure if it's getting under his skin or if he just, or if that's just how he is. Um, you know, because I don't think it. It doesn't seem to affect his play. Like if he gets, you know, necessarily. Um, maybe just kind of just who he is. He has a weird personality, so maybe that's just, that's just him. Is uh, Bennington still the long-term solution for a goaltender for the Blues? Because he just signed that huge contract going forward. Yep. I think it's four years or five years, but... Six years. Six, six years. years. Six, yeah, six years, six million per. So yeah. you're kind of locking him up, but like mm-hmm. we had a deal with Barnes Jones at the very end. Is there any worry about that situation for Bennington? I mean, I think with any goaltender that you sign a longer-ish term deal it's not it's not a crazy long deal it's not it's not a dpho deal by any <laughs> means but it's uh it's it's uh <laughs> forgot about that uh, one well yeah. who's not gonna be paying him for you know 12 years from now but um <laughs> you know with goaltending's fickle um i think and i think in the past this is a different direction for the blues the blues have not committed long term to a goalie ever i mean well in a long long time so uh this is kind of uncharted waters for the blues um, and in the past, they've been kind of guilty of giving up on goalies too early or um, sending good goalies out uh, when they probably shouldn't have. Um, but uh, I, I'm, I was totally in, on board with the six year, six million. I don't think it's not a crazy long contract. It's long, but it's not crazy long. It's not a cra- dollar wise. It's about right based on his production. He won a cup and it's it's not. It's not a, 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 a out of this world, but um, I, I, he is long-term solution right now for the Blues. I think, I think uh, goaltending uh, we're looking pretty good uh, with a couple prospects. Huso just came up last year, had a yeah. rough year last year. Good finish, has looked good this year. Looked good tonight. Um, and uh, Hofer, who came up for Huso when uh, Huso was uh, out with COVID, and uh, Hofer looked okay. So I mean, you know, I but Bennington's it for now, and I think he's the. He's uh, if he is not the leading candidate for uh, to start for Team Canada, he's up there um, for the Olympics. So, you know, well, uh, he's uh, he's he's done the job. I think he's we talk on our show about him being good enough uh, in that he's he's not he's not he's not going to be a top five, top three, four goal in the league. He's not going to be a Vesna guy necessarily, mm-hmm. but he's he's pretty solid. He's pretty good. Can go on tears, um, and he's good enough to win a cup, obviously. So uh, I think I think they're they're uh, on board with him, and I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, cool. Yeah, the cap is going to go up in three or four years. So <laughs> sometime, yeah, we hope. Hopefully, <laughs> at some point, we're hoping with Eric Carlson. No, no kidding. Oh right? yeah, yeah. That's okay. that is rough. That is rough when you got a stagnant cap and you've got a contract like that on the books, and you want to you hope the cap goes up if you're spending to the cap and then you can make room to sign other players. But if it doesn't go up, then you're kind of stuck with what you got. Yeah. yeah. I, that's, that's rough. Yeah, try that with three other players. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, a few years down the road, the blues might have that to some degree. Not, not with a, I uh, was Carlson make 10, 11, 11, 11 and a half. Yeah. So, makes eight. Lazic makes eight or six. Yeah. Was yeah. Yeah. yeah so. I, but the blues don't have, one guy making that much money, but we've got a number of guys making six, seven, um, six, seven, eight. So, you know, uh, it, and long, long-term deals so that, that we could, we could be feeling a, a cup, a cup, a cap pinch in 
four or five years. Yeah, I was going to say, you're not going to feel it right away, but maybe down the road you might be in the the issue where the sharks are at, at this moment. But uh, And I think there was a, it's trying to, you know, trying to go for it while your cup window is still open. I think sure. Uh, if, the, you, you, if the blues do feel their cup window is still open and they've said that they think it is, and it's they're they're on the fringe with that. Um, so I think, uh, you know, I mean, you, 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 you go for it now and you, you pay for it later. I'm totally fine with that. It got you one cup. Why not? You know? Uh, yeah. Uh, right. I know. So why not go for it again? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Moving onward to the second period, uh, you know, this this seems to be one of the things that bite the Sharks in the butt every now and then, and it catches up twice this game. Robert Thomas with his second goal of the season from Bushnevich and Perunovic. Um, let me try this here. Perunovic. Yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> Perunovic with his first NHL point on this one. Uh, nice... Nice setup play to to feed Thomas for his second goal, Kurt. Uh, Thomas has been one of those guys that we've we've kind of seen over the last few, couple of years. He gets his second, uh, another promising young young forward in in the Blues uh, depth chart. Thomas is um, a lot of excitement around Thomas. Um, if you uh, watch him game in and game out, you see a guy who a good description of him would be like a wizard with the puck he's just his vision is ridiculous um the best passer on the team by far um has to be one of the better passers in the league uh i think he just needs that experience now um he's still pretty young you know started with the he was playing when he was 19 into his 19 so he's still pretty young so he's a i like him here a lot uh one of my favorite players so he's fun to watch yeah. Uh, unfortunately, the Sharks would follow that up not even a minute later with a tripping call by Gadjevich. Uh, fortunately for the Sharks, and Blues don't do anything on that one. But then the Sharks would have one bright moment, and that would be a goal from Jonathan Dolan, his seventh of the season. Al uh, ties the rookie scoring lead with uh, Raymond and Zgrass. Yep, seven goals. Um yeah, he's been more of the pleasant surprises because, you know, we just drafted William Eklund, and if you were to have come into the season, you would have thought it would have been the William Eklund show, not the Dolan show. Right. So, um, you know, this was a pretty good move by Doug Wilson. Um, I believe it was only a one-year contract. So whatever they do going forward next season, um, I'm interested to see what the average cap hit's going to be like. Um, cause he's been one of the more consistent forwards this season. Um, and he's shown improvement from game to game. I think the, uh, uh, on that play, I think, um, was it, uh, Perron and O'Reilly, uh, were left, uh, defending in front of the net <laughs> on that play. So that was a, a nice, uh, take advantage of the situation there by, uh, San Jose to, uh, a nice play, uh, thrown in front, uh, quick shot through, uh, Huso's legs, um, and you know, you get two def- you get two forwards playing uh, defense in front of the goal. Uh, it's a recipe for disaster. And Meyer was getting tied up behind the net and made a nice handy pass over to uh, sorry, bad pun uh, to Donald <laughs> for the goal. Uh, but uh, guys, Timo Meyer really has stepped up late. I mean, he's played in in eleven games this season. Uh, he missed or out, outside of the. One game, game against yet yeah, was it Winnipeg or Montreal? Well, uh, Winnipeg. 
because he he scored the game winner against Winnipeg and then was out for the next six. Yeah, he he missed those games, and I think outside the one game against Montreal, he scored in every game. Um, so for a guy, as I'm looking at cap friendly now, uh, you know, for a guy that's uh making six mil and he's got two more, he's got this year, next year, and then uh, then that qualifying offer. <laughs> uh, he's oh, yeah. he's really uh, Booner's really liked his game uh, as of late, Al. I mean, at six million, it's not bad. Even next year, at six million, it's not bad. But the the conversations running team out is always going to be: is he consistent? Um, and will there be a drop off? Like, let's say, like Ryan Clough, who had a c- couple of really great years, but you know, it, towards the end of his career, he wasn't as consistent and was injured a lot. Um, he's a young forward, probably one of the cornerstones going forward. It's just that 10 million hit. And right now, you're not, I don't think he's a $10 million player. Not yet. <laughs> you, yeah. you, ho- you hope he can progress into that, but you would think you'd have more consistent flashes in it by now. So, uh, so, but yeah, I mean, I, I like Team Allen. He's been pretty good this year, like, like 15 points this season. Um, more than Nolan, more than Thorin at this point. But, like, again, we just want it to be consistent uh, from year to year. Yep. Not go on these weird schneids that uh, that have lingered through Sharks players uh, for years and years, it seems like. Um, two minutes later, Brandon freaking sod again. It doesn't matter if he wears a... A Chicago jersey. <laughs> Last year he destroyed us again when he was with Colorado. This time he gets his second goal of the game, his sixth of the season, his fourth against the Sharks in two games. Kurt, why are you doing this to us? <laughs> well, um, it was a night. I mean, uh, from a Blues fan's perspective, it was nice to see Saad kind of break out tonight a little bit because uh, he had struggled a little bit recently uh, to, as far as putting the puck in the net. And so, yeah, so he had a, a good game after he came back from uh, COVID protocol, but because kind of kind of disappeared after that. So um, it was good to see him tally for uh, for Blues fans, I guess. Not so much for, for you guys. But <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that made it 3 1 and I kind of thought that was a backbreaker, especially in the second period where St. Louis outshot uh, the Sharks 19 to 8. Uh, obviously, you know, big disadvantage. Uh, thirty-five shots after, after two periods. I think it was like only the third time this season that the Sharks allowed thirty-five plus shots, and that was after two periods. So there was one more after that, uh, and unfortunately, oh boy, you know, again, first two minutes of a period, uh, and this guy was on it tonight. Uh, Drawing calls, getting underneath the shark's skin. Jordan Cairo with his eighth goal from Piranha in a minute nine in. I thought that was probably one of the softer goals Reimers had all season. But yeah. uh, Kurt, tell me about Jordan Cairo. I mean, uh, this this guy has been all over the place, and he's been on a hot run lately. He's the Connor McDavid of the Midwest. <laughs> no. No, no, no. I, I mean, well, it, I, the, uh, some Blues players referred. I, I, they were, I think, they were asked 
about uh, McDavid's goal against the Rangers where he you know, walked around uh, 47 people yes. uh, and scored. Uh, and, uh, and they I still think, didn't uh, call a penalty on, on the play with, with McDavid you know, getting surrounded by 47 people, but go on. Right, 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 right exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, you're allowed to ice 47 people on the, uh, to dress 47 people when you're playing McDavid. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, some of the Blues players uh, said, well, Jordan Kyrou's are Connor McDavid. Um, so he's like Connor McDavid light, I guess, but he, now he's, he's fast. He's extremely fast and, uh, he's got a great shot. Um, really good hands, um, stick handles in a phone booth kind of a thing. Uh, and, uh, he's kind of, he had a nice year last season, a little streaky, uh, kind of his breakout year last year, but he was, like I said, streaky, but this year he's been, uh, leading point getter. I believe he's still the leading point getter for us. If I check, yes, he is. So, um, yeah, no, I, blues fans, uh, uh, love him. Him and, uh, uh, Thomas, uh, were the two young kids that came up about the same time. So, um, Kairou after Thomas though. So, but it's, a, uh, it's, uh, you know, you, we got the, the older guys in the team with, uh, with Falk and Krug and, you know, the veterans O'Reilly and stuff. And, but we've got some, some youth coming up too with O'Reilly and, uh, I'm, I'm sorry with, uh, Kairou and Thomas, uh, Perunovic. Which was he got his NHL debut against Arizona and uh, had a nice game tonight too. So, yeah, and looking at it and what's played well. I mean, the Blues played solid hockey. I mean, Al, like we said before, the Sharks seem a little tired. It looked like they were ready to go home on this five-game road trip. Um, but yeah, uh, I think. I mean, oh, good. No, like I mean, like again. They, the Blues had 35 shots at the end of the second period. Um, I, for this goal in particular, I kind of just see it more as fatigue, even though it's like the first two or three minutes of the third period. Um, you know, this was his first real, like, kind of bad goal like you know, he let in this season, but he's been consistent. And this has also been, if, like, if I'm correct, I think this is the first back-to-back start for a Sharks goalie. Uh, Raymer started uh, against Minnesota. Now he started against um, against the Blues tonight. Yeah. So I think the uh, the tiredness factor you mentioned um, was I'm not sure who it was that had the breakaway and then kind of uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah kind of botched that. That was kind of I, I imagine uh, when that happened, uh, Sharks fans were kind of like, well, that's how it's going tonight. You know, kind of yeah. a thing. Yeah, it's it's one of those things, and they've they've been struggling on the road, and and we kind of mentioned it. it you know, it's a five game road trip. They go two and three on it, uh, it, and the one thing about it is the Sharks did not get a penalty uh, or get a power play in this one. It's the second time in four games that it has occurred, and uh, Al, they go on this road trip five games uh, just on this road trip alone. Uh, they had seven power plays. Good news hmm. is they 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 went one for seven, so we'll cover you know fourteen percent. But uh, you know, yeah, it's been a struggle but as of late. It's been a struggle, but some of that's also like last seven games, also like COVID protocols. People were in and out, but it also just hasn't looked good on ice. Like you can just kind of look at a power play like the Blues one tonight and just see that they're getting tons of movement, tons of pucks to the net. The Sharks should just not create enough opportunities on their power play, um, and they're kind of re- you know result 
reverting back to, you know, the Burns, you know, shot from the blue line or Eric Carlson does something like that. Um, it's kind of just been the same formula the past couple of games. The uh, I know the Blues penalty kill uh, since the first since they started the season five and zero oh, their their PK has been awful, uh, like twenty seventh best coming in tonight uh, since the since game five. Uh, so I think you know I mean it was probably very beneficial to the Blues to not take a penalty in this game. Um, and maybe that was the game plan, you know, do not take penalties, which, you know, you say all the time, who wants to take penalties? But um, it actually, I, I, and I can't, I'm, off the top of my head, I'm trying to think of any calls that were like, you know, oh, that should have been a penalty. Um, I'm sure you guys uh, took notes on a few, but uh, I don't, I can't off the top of my head think of any that were missed there, that were like bad. There weren't anything that were like significantly egregious that yeah. I'm like screaming, you know, in my in my living room. Um, it was nothing like the Western Conference Finals. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> right. I know the Sharks guy was so much in that series. Oh, <laughs> wow. Talk about Slewfoot. It's a, a Kurt going r- yeah. right Oh, yeah. I just, I just Slewfooted the show. That's funny. Oh, man. Um, I, you know, the the, the one I, I did have an issue with one of the calls tonight that went uh, in the Blues' favor. I didn't I didn't think uh, Kyru was necessarily tripped. I th- I thought yeah. I thought he he got whacked. He got slashed. But I don't. But he it looked like he kind of jumped after he got slashed and went down pretty easy unless he toe picked himself. I didn't catch that. But it, um, it looked like the slash. And then he just both of his skates went whoop. I'm like, hmm, mm. that's not really how it should have went if he got tripped. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Hey, if you get them, you get them, and, and you're fortunate to get them, indeed. So uh, the Sharks lose this one four to one to the St. Louis Blues. Uh, again, Meyer 15 points in 11 games. Sod probably wants to be traded to Pacific Division if you guys get tired of him, uh, so he can play trade the Sharks value. more. Yeah, right. Trade trade value. Uh, or you can trade for him. Mm. Yeah, you, that's true too. Uh, I don't know if they want to bring in a veteran forward right now, but. We shall see. So with that, let's go to uh, some of the comments from the players and coaches. Middleton uh, on the fight at the start of the game with Bertuzzo. He was asking and wanted one early. They lost four in a row and was looking to juice his team. Uh, I, I guess it worked. <laughs> okay. So I, I Bertuzzo, I, that's, that's, I always find that comical. Bertuzzo asked for a fight. And, okay. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Like, I'll uh, do my job. I'll fight I, Bertuzzo didn't do anything in that fight. <laughs> if he was trying to rally the team, I mean, the team played well, but I, it was not because of that fight. Uh, he uh, he took he he caught one right in the face uh, early, and then he never got a punch away, and then went down early. It was a really bad effort by Bertuzzo to, <laughs> in the fight. That's right. You lose the fight, but win the battle. I guess I don't know. <laughs> sometimes that's you gotta do what you gotta do right i get it. whatever works right right so uh middleton would go on to say we have a better top to bottom next you have to be better top to bottom next game we gave up high percentage shots we have to be better in front of reimer um let's talk about james reimer really quick uh poor guy i mean yeah he gave up four goals but uh oh saved 44 as the Blues get 48 shots on goal in this game. Um, Could have I, been more. Because, honestly, I felt like the Blues kind of took the the gas pedal off um, in the third period. Just They didn't shoot the puck as much at Reimer as much. Um, this could have been an easy 50, 55 shots on that 
for him. And easily, it's got me all choked up here, apparently. <laughs> easily the uh, highest shot total uh, the Sharks have given up this season. Uh, so, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. It's uh, it's uh, tough. You know, a lot of people are asking how are, they, how are these seven guys feeling because uh, you're one and two since they've come back from COVID protocol. And Middleton saying, personally, I feel well right now physically. The road trip is over and we have to focus on the homestand coming up and a big one indeed before Thanksgiving uh, for the Sharks. They are home to Washington uh, on Saturday. We will talk about more about that and what that is going to include for our program on Saturday night and the weekend. Uh, Monday against Ottawa, or as some people like to call Ottawa, uh, is that right? <laughs> it's Atawa? an inside Ottawa. Oh, well, it, it, that's probably how Jeff Pond on our show pronounces it. <laughs> he, he, mis- <laughs> he mispronounces cities and towns all the time. Uh, all, so. uh, and then on Black Friday, <laughs> Toronto. Uh, if you if you knew my girlfriend and how she likes to pronounce San Francisco Giants players, well, yeah, it's 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 pretty bad, but it's a good laugh at it too. Yeah, you ever been doing a show and a fairly new player in the league, last name, you're like, oh man, how do I pronounce this? Every <laughs> time I do this, yes, and you're like, and you're like, and you say it, and it just sounds wrong, and you're like, somebody, somebody, correct me, please. <laughs> I don't want to sound like an idiot. <laughs> Uh, that's what the chat's for yes do that right yeah you know we we pronounce the name wrong and then kevin lacy one of our good co-hosts uh pops up and is like no it's ivan yuzhenkov and it's like that doesn't (laughs) even look like that in the back of the jersey for crying out loud yeah Uh, i've never i've seen his name i've heard his name said but saying it yourself is somehow harder it's like (laughs) i gotta reproduce what i hear what i hear and sometimes it doesn't come out the way you hear it it's odd right yeah, it, it just is like, oh, man. <laughs> uh, moving on to some more of the comments. Kevin LeBanc, who's been on the fourth line, he, uh, let me pull up here, uh, played 12-24, so a little bit more uh, more of a bump uh, in tonight's game. Uh, I thought there were plenty of plays where we could have gotten a call, but we have to keep pushing. Um, well, push it, push it real good. Uh, we need we needed to play like we did in the first period. Those last two weren't our brand of hockey. Uh, Al, uh, I would definitely have to say so, but I mean, I mean he's he's on the fourth line, honestly, I and mean, he's kind of in the coach's doghouse right now. Um, he's kind of been in on the third and fourth lines. Um, recently demoted to the fourth line. Um, either he's just kind of lost the confidence that he had a couple of years ago, or. This hasn't been the most productive start for him going forward. Um, he just doesn't seem like the same player right now. And I think putting him on the fourth line is just a message to him to, hey, you're going to still be on the team, but you need to like just pick up your game a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, and let's hope it can pick it up in a big way because he, he needs it and so do the Sharks. Uh, when he's on his game, he is on it, and uh, that helps them all around. Uh, and of course, secondary scoring. Let's be honest. If you're going to be on the third and fourth line, you need to, you can help contribute in some form, uh, in some way. Uh, as for the penalty that he took, uh, you know, it was just a, just a fast play. We kind of ran into each other. Nothing intentional, uh, and that's what he's saying after the post game there. 
But for Bugner, he, I mean, he he kind of said that he, he were, we were heading to a hornet's nest with the Blues uh, losing four straight, and he's like, uh, we can't dwell on this. It was a desperate team, and we have another one waiting for us in, essentially in Washington. Uh, the Blues were desperate and came out hard. We had good looks early and didn't yeah. capitalize. We couldn't get a power play call. We got worn down the kill and couldn't catch up. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like, Hornets nest and you have the loser losing the last four games but like um i thought they just didn't match up well against the blues height and that was more just getting more rebounds to the net um creating more offensive chances in that zone um they just they seem like they physically worn out the sharks um and they couldn't match them either by speed or like really the only times tonight were these long stretch passes stretch passes that like hurdle could have scored a goal uh Dolan could have scored a goal or even timo could have scored a goal but like this is still not a good 5v5 team like they really need to use their speed and yeah the blues matched them i think the blues uh tonight they uh as far as like how they played recently it was good for i mean from my perspective to see them play with uh, intensity uh, from the get-go through almost the entire game. So that was uh, that was something that was lacking uh, intensity and focus that they just didn't seem to have. Um, they they lollygag through the Arizona game, uh, to be honest, and that was that was weird. And I was very curious to see how they were going to come out and play in this game. Um, and there was uh, the intensity was there. Um, uh, you know the 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 battles on the boards, the uh, the quickness, the uh, and the, I mean, I don't want to, you know, oversimplify it, but their, their passes were connecting, uh, at a much higher rate than in previous games. So it's, I mean, they were focused. So, um, it was, I mean, it, it, it kind of, it kind of came together a little bit in this game, uh, for them. So that was, that was, um, probably, I mean, the, one of the biggest differences that they I mean, controlling the play, controlling the puck, uh, getting the shots on net. So kind of did it from the night. And kept throwing pucks on net like crazy uh in 48 shots some of them are bound to go in and uh, sure enough they did sharks really couldn't gust her any momentum the blues you know credit to them they gave it right back to them uh in, in that one uh let's go through some of the comments in the chat here sharks last lacy is the rusinowski of teal town yes he is very on it with the uh pronunciations for sure uh, Burge 7F91, we won't get to them uh, till December, but, uh, you know, I want to see the Sharks play Anaheim now and see how they stack up. You know, uh, Anaheim, like we said, uh, battling with Edmonton for first place, uh, which is, which is something. Just... If you had that going in, um, I want to see, I want to see the tweets. I want to see either a video. I don't believe you, but. Um... I just hope you put money down on it. <laughs> I mean, eventually Anaheim's talent was going to show up. They just, um, a lot of great first round picks that were going to make their way into the league. Even like last year where they still had a high draft pick. Um, if things click for Anaheim, they're going to be really good for a while. Um, and yeah, I mean, like the, the talent just shows on ice. <laughs> uh, well, 
I'll, I'll ask you this. You just responded to it. But, I uh, did, I did. But, uh, you know, how about a trade at Vander Kane for Vladimir Tarasenko? So, so or or better yet, b- before you pass on the trade, let me ask you this. If he, w- if he was on your team with everything that had gone down over the summer, would you... What would what would you like the Blues to do if Evander Kane was doing this with your team? Cut ties with. I mean, if if he was on the Blues, I would. I'd like. It's best if he just goes elsewhere. You know, wave uh, buyout. I mean, I, it, it it. I mean, the Blues have only bought out one contract in their entire history. It was Jay McKee a long time ago. Mm. Um. So and they don't do that kind of thing. And I would be if this had happened and he was on the Blues, I'd be like, you know what. Uh, and and knowing the kind of player that Kane is, uh, in, in the, he's just had some issues with you know with teammates and things in the past. And I'm like, you know, I just, I mean, if you believe in locker room cancers affecting play, which some people do, some people don't, I don't, I think that's overblown for the most part. Uh, but uh, you know, I, 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 as a fan, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want him on my team. I said, you know what? Let's just cut ties. Let's use. I mean, if we can, if we can move him to some somewhere else. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, went with uh, New York. The Rangers let him go. Uh, what's his name? And uh, 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 Carolina picked him up. Uh, uh, D'Angelo. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I mean, is you know he got picked up and he's he was a problem. So I mean, maybe somebody will want him. I don't know. Hey, if you're talented, if you can play, um, and uh, you're not blackballed, I mean, somebody might take you. But I. You, do you think he has trade value? I mean, would you, what do you guys think? What do you, what do you, do you want to see him back? Do you want him to? to, to... No, no. Okay. no. I think I think the uh, very slim percentage of Sharks fans would want him back back with the team, uh, especially how they how they were gelling before the COVID outbreak. Uh, you know, I I think they were they were really looking. Uh, uh, really sharp and uh, was speaking plenty and almost like they were uh, Al, correct me if I'm wrong, almost like sending messages like, we're good, we're fine right here, thanks. Yeah, I mean like that Kevin Lacey or that Kevin, Kevin Kerr's article, excuse me, <laughs> um, uh, about how the Sharks, you know, didn't put their names on it, but they didn't want him back on the team. And like, you know, I, I'm trying to just see this from Kane's perspective. Like when he got here, Thornton like, you know, famously picked him up. And at that time, you still had Thornton, Pavelski. You had like really good locker room. And, you know, Thornton went to Toronto next year. And then now he's in Florida. But also Thornton has kind of not been playing games. So that's kind of a... The, just the point is that the locker room has not been the same since that 2019 Western Conference Finals. And I think you kind of, if you are going to make a bid for Kane, you need some veteran leadership, something that you can basically, you know, chaperone the talent that he has. Because he's, he's shown it in flashes. Like last year, he was like the most consistent shark, but like the team still wasn't pro- like that good. It's a shame too, because he's, he's a talented player. Yeah. I mean, he can play, he can really play. Um, and 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 to be honest, I mean the whole back and forth between him and Reeves that was fun, right? Yeah. So I just I mean, <laughs> that's good stuff. Uh, but I I mean now it's like yeah I mean I don't know who would uh, who would want you, but surely somebody would take him. Yeah, For- I do not want the Sharks to buy out Kane's contract. Like you already have Jones's, you know, buyout already on books. 
I honestly would just keep him off the bench, keep him. I, I just in the I press box. Like, I, a press box, excuse me. Um, but just I don't like buying out players because they're a bad, bad fit. Because that just hurts you long term. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and you you think I mean even if obviously you probably wouldn't get fair return a trade as far as talent goes yeah. necessarily. Um, you might be looking at you know prospects or something, right? So I mean, or picks maybe. But uh, I can't see a cup contender taking them. Like the Sharks would have to retain. 50% of that contract even make it like reasonable. Um, yeah, that contract is also an issue because it's like what seven million for the next seven years. Um, it's what it's, <laughs> hang on, let me pull it up here. I have it right here. It is oh, where is it now? It's the about... point is, it's just a long, long contract for the next six or seven years. Seven million through like twenty four twenty five. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. so after, like so after the season three more at seven mil. So um, you know, I mean, a, a team like the Rangers. Um, I, I'm not looking at salary caps. I don't know who can afford him. I'm thinking like a like a like a big city, a big market, Toronto, uh, New York, to, could handle him. You know, could like absorb the. You know, although they although you know the. Rangers did cut ties with D'Angelo, so yeah, and he's third on the team. AJ's pointing out third on the Canes with fourteen points in fourteen games. Right? No, he's having a good season. And yeah. He's a good play. He's a good player. And uh, that's the thing. He's a good player, and and that's that says a lot that New York just said no, leave. Yeah. Uh, let's trade him to Chicago because that's a oh, good yeah. place for all firestorms to go. Yeah. Why not him and Kane? You know why not? <laughs> just two train wrecks. Why not? <laughs> I mean, come on. PR wise, yes. PR wise, Fairmax. So, uh, quickly uh, in the chat, in the uh, scores right here, uh, Winnipeg and Edmonton tied at one-one. It looks like they're on the verge of going into overtime. However, Connor McDavid has taken a double minor high sticking call, so that should be interesting. But there was no score until like six minutes ago when Ehlers scored, and then twenty-five seconds later, McDavid scores. So a uh, good one there. Uh, some other scores in the Pacific. Uh, Coyotes and Blue Jackets are about to go into overtime tied at 4-4. The Golden Knights are up 2-1 on the on the Red Wings. Zach Whitecloud has two goals in this one. Uh, I don't know why it says 2-1. They have four goals uh, listed here on the, in, this, in the second period. So obviously a typo. Thank you, NHL.com. Uh, Ducks and Hurricanes, two of the best teams in the NHL, going at it right now. 1-1 at, uh, after two periods. Troy Terry has scored again his 12th of the season there. Uh, Calgary shuts out Buffalo 5-0. Uh, Mangiapane with a pair of goals. So does Johnny Goodrow uh, on that one. And, of course, Predators and Senators were postponed. Wild uh, take out the Stars. uh they're obviously frustrated by losing to the Sharks, seven to two, the final uh, for Minnesota in that one. Uh, in a shootout, Lightning beat the Flyers four to three. Panthers beat the Devils four to one. That's without uh, Alexander Barkov. The Penguins score a touchdown on the Montreal Canadiens, six nothing in that one. And the Rangers lose to the Leafs two to one. Uh, Morgan Riley with both goals in that one. <laughs> so. 
Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's it for your your wrap around there. But uh, in case you missed anything or you want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, it really means a lot to us. Uh, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and of course, always available at tealtownusa.com. So, uh, Saturday night, the Sharks take on the Washington Capitals. Uh, it's their Hockey Fights Cancer Night, and we're going to do something special. And Al, I know I haven't talk, told you about this, but uh, and Kurt, I know you're just jumping on here, but uh, we're going to do something special here. Uh, we always ask for donations on Venmo to do the wraparound here, uh, or you do the uh, Super Chat. But what we're going to do is every... Every donation that we get through Venmo on the game against Saturday night against the Capitals, uh, Sunday night against Puck for the Pucknologists with uh, H.A. and Jerk, and then the Monday's game between the Sharks and Sens, we're going to take those three games, whatever we get on Venmo, we're going to donate to Hockey Fights Cancer. Now, the catch is, is we're going to do this uh, with... Uh, I think it's called 15 Seconds of Fame. They're running a raffle. Uh, and if one of our tickets win, the people that had donated, we're going to put into a random draw. And if we win with a slight chance, let's let us let us put it to be honest here. It's a slight chance, but it's a, it's a decent chance. That winner could possibly win... I'm trying to make sure we're not getting this really hiked up here because there's no guarantee for it. But there's a possibility that if if one of our tickets is drawn to be a winner for this raffle from 15 Seconds of Fame, um, it could be a ticket and uh, accommodations to the NHL All-Star Game in Las Vegas. Nice. So, so, nice. so... Uh, and this is something that uh, I was hoping we could possibly do for this and and then hopefully for hockey is for everyone in February. But so Venmo donations at Teal Town USA starting Saturday, Sunday and Monday for our shows uh, will go to a great cause. And uh, we would appreciate if you could help us out with that. Uh, we would say don't try to do the super chat because we don't get the full amount from YouTube. So Venmo would help us out big time. So Saturday, Sunday, Monday, uh, we hope that you uh, join us for that and uh, help us donate to Hockey Fights Cancer because it's a, uh, I, I know it's a big uh, thing for all of us. We've definitely all have been affected by cancer in some form, and uh, we would love to help out in some form. That's awesome. So uh, with that, final thoughts and where the people can find you, Mr. Kurt Price. Ah, uh, yeah, we do uh, our show. Our live show is uh, we don't do it after every show like you guys do. We don't have the dedication that you guys do to the. Oh, <laughs> stop it! <laughs> You're being too nice. Uh, uh, we'll we, to we we do ours uh, on uh, Tuesday day, uh, Tuesday or Wednesdays uh, whenever night the Blues aren't playing, uh, and we're live uh, just like you guys. Same concept that, as far as that goes. Um, and we're uh, at LGB Radio on uh, Twitter, letsgoblues.com on the web. And uh, yeah, we have a lot of, we, have a, we do the uh, fan interaction like you guys do on YouTube. So it's, it's a lot of fun. And uh, 
yeah, we have a blast. And Al? Um, you can find me at Twitter, Al Martinet. I'm always talking hockey. Um, again, at Washington, um, it's going to be a tough game. It's simply Ovechkin. And the Capitals are coming in pretty hot with, lately. Um, they kind of need to get going because they're kind of falling behind the rest of the teams in the Pacific. But um, this homestand could be kind of critical for the rest of the season going forward. Um, but, yeah. Um, Find my Twitter, Alan Marnay. I'm always talking hockey. All right. I'm at Puckguy14 on the Twitter and the Instagram. If you're going to be at the game on Saturday night, I will be in Rockin' the Lavender. So come and say hi. Uh, so be on the lookout for there. Uh, AJ saying, hey, Kurt, make sure you promote us on your next show. Indeed. AJ, I know you just tried to call. If I misspoke, please, by all means, uh, let me know how I uh, had another enforced error. <laughs> for sure <laughs> which which happy, happy to promote you guys on the show no yes, problem absolutely so we'll be back with you saturday night for sharks and capitals that's a 7 30 start so the sharks are back at home sunday night pucknologist at 7 p.m and of course uh after the game uh for monday night for sharks and the senators those three nights will be our hockey fights cancer donation night um Damn it, AJ, you, you called earlier. I just saw that, and now it's not picking up. Dang it. Uh, give me a buzz. Uh, give us a give us a thumbs up. Give us some comments in the in our, our chat along with our YouTube. And um, and uh, please help us support the show. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you there. So until Saturday night. Keep it real. Keep it teal. Keep it real teal. Have a great night, everyone. The conversation now jumps over to our Discord channel, so uh, join us over there, and we will see you Saturday night following Sharks and Capitals. Good night, everyone. <laughs>